Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. We recently had an episode where Troy, Brittany, and Tiffany joined to talk about all the rackets we reviewed in 2021, and they're back, and we're going to talk about all the shoes that we reviewed in 2021. Thanks for joining me again, you guys. Hi. What's up? (laughs) Hi. I know. I need like icebreaker questions to get us going. What's a good icebreaker question? Troy, you're usually good with these. I mean, we're talking about shoes. I guess you could just probably state what your home base is when it comes to like your favorite shoe and like current current shoe of choice basically yeah shoe yeah. of choice and okay. foot type or something like that I don't know. yeah we'll get it going let's go you want to kick it off right yeah i'm pretty much i mean i've been with the gel resolutions for a long time so uh gel resolution eight is probably my kind of go-to shoe my foot type is sort of like medium to slightly narrow width uh medium arch and also the other shoe that kind of won me over in the last year or so was the, the Nike GP Turbo. So GP Turbo or Gel Resolution. Nice, right? You can segue right in from there. <laughs> I was going to do a top three. Do it, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I also have a narrow width and a medium arch foot. I used to, I guess in college and juniors, I was always like the durable um, vapor, uh, zoom, what was it? What were the uh, Breathe Free Twos? Like, yeah. <laughs> Nike Breathe Free Twos. Um, those are my go-to. And then after college, I kind of went lightweight, as light as possible. And then now I'm kind of drifting back kind of in between. So if I had my top three shoes, if I had to go play a tournament, would be uh, the Adidas Stella Barricades, the K-Swiss Hypercourt Supreme, and I'll throw in the GP Turbo. That's my favorite, like, go-to doubles shoe. Great shoe for... I always say it's a great shoe for teaching pros <laughs> and it's just so comfy. Yeah. Like the closest thing I think you can get to a, like a, a cushioned running shoe. Yeah. Nice. And the cushioning. Tev? Not a narrow foot. <laughs> the opposite. Um, so a fairly wide D width foot uh, and a fairly low arch. I would say not completely flat, but we're getting there. Uh, so low arch, wide foot. And actually though, two of my shoes that I was going to pick would were Brittany's picks. So I really enjoy the Hypercourt Supreme, which is probably my go-to shoe. Although I just have worn out the outsole of my current pair. So I've been wearing the K-Swiss Ultra Shot 3 quite a bit. Love that one. That one's just a little bit more durable than the, the Supreme. And then my other, I just love the Stella Quartz from Adidas. Yeah, yeah, I've loved that shoe since it came out as the um, Stella Barricade. Nice. And then I'll jump in. I have a medium width foot, but I have a high arch. And basically, you guys have covered all of my favorites. My in heavy rotation right now are the Adidas, the current Barricade, and then the Stella Court. I seem to be going back and forth. And then third would be, I really do like the React Vapor NXT. And that would be a fun one to chat about. I know... Um, there, there are some people that really like it and some people really didn't like it this, this year. So we can get into that when that, that shoe, that racket, <laughs> that shoe comes up. Okay. So that's a good starting point. And let's start rewind the calendar and start in January. 
I have the worst memory, so I can't even remember what was first. Britt, what what did we start the year off with? Well, um, with everything going on, we kind of were a little bit delayed in our play testing of shoes. Just there wasn't stock and samples for us to play test early. So perfect segue to Tiff. The first one we did was the Ultra Shot Three. I'll start. I yeah. I wasn't on the play test. I was heavily pregnant and or just given birth. Um, but I did get to wear a couple samples um, that they had sent us for like kind of prototypes testing maybe like six months before, a couple months before. So I did get some time on those. I did several iterations. And by the, the last iteration I did, I really liked the shoes. I thought they were, they were just a good, solid, all around shoe. I felt like it was a top of the line shoe. I could definitely, I sound like my brother. I was just watching one of his videos. When you just like, did that, I was like, you look like Connor. I, if you ever watch Running Warehouse okay. videos, my brother Connor, that's well, all that, the shoe play tests. The goat. Um, anyway, I was, I was completely distracted by that. Okay, sorry. I'll just watch High performance shoe. I thought they did everything well. They were stable. They were durable. They weren't overly heavy and they got the job done for me. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so I want to go to you next because this is a wider fitting shoe and you have the widest foot out of all of us. So I want you to talk about the width. I know you kind of already did when you mentioned it was one of your favorite, but, and like what people who are always asking for a wider shoe can expect. Yeah. I have to say, I mean, these aren't going to be, to me, they're not the widest shoes that K-Swiss makes. They are I feel like they fit a little more snug than definitely the Hypercord Express too, which also does, I think comes in the wide as well. But, and then even the Supreme feels a little bit wider, which that one feels a little more streamlined, a little narrower. I hesitate to use that word narrow because I don't feel like it fits like super tight on my wider feet is the Supreme, but it, the uppers are super supple now. And then the, the ultra shot three, it does, it, it, it has like more of a textile. It's not like mm-hmm. as pliable right out of the box as like the Supreme is, but after just an hour or so, I feel like it widens up and it, it, it has enough give where I don't feel like my feet are squeezed at all. Where I have the biggest problem with mine isn't necessarily the forefoot. I have like my foot pretty much stays wide through the midfoot. And that's where a lot of tennis shoes get me is right there in the midfoot. And this one, I have no pinching and no rubbing in that area. And the uppers gave just enough to give me comfort. And it probably, it wasn't a long break-in at all. I wouldn't consider it a long break-in. Um, and I, what I really liked is that sometimes this happens to shoes, but didn't happen to the Ultra Shot 3 is that the uppers, they give a little bit, but this one, I didn't feel like when they gave, it didn't lose its support. So I really, really like that. And I just feel supported throughout Um my foot, I have a low arch, but I like a little bit of support in, um, so I feel like it's not, I feel like the arch is, is good too. And whether it's the way the shoe is, has a shank or, um, the way it's built to support my feet, it fits really well. And I just feel comfortable. I have like no foot aches after playing in those shoes. Yeah. Okay, Troy, I'm going to shift over to you and you know all things about who's wearing what, who's using what on the pro tour. And we started to see this shoe on some of the pros. So who has been wearing the Ultra Shot 3? So the ones that have kind of been wearing it the longest uh, started out with it when it came out was um, Fognini and uh, Isla Tomjanovic. 
And then on the men's side, um, Marcos Giron and uh, Cam Nori, they started off the year with the Hypercourt Supremes and then transitioned into the Ultra Shot 3s. So nice. they kind of went from the, the Supreme to the Ultra Shots. I think there's but, one more player, too, that you... Oh, is Venus? Venus yeah. Is Venus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Venus yeah, yeah, is right. wearing it, too. Which, like, it's cool to see... Um, I think that the issues take color really well and case has done a really good job with the, the way they've offered different options, whether it's like super bold and bright, or like they added a translucent, um, like kind of outsole on one of the models that looks really nice. So it's really been fun to see the colors and then the players wearing them. Yeah. Like those different limited editions that they've been doing. Oh yeah. Like yeah. the beach house and there was what geo prints. They go fast too. So K-Swiss, we're keep keep on keeping on with those ultra shot threes. Those are obviously new. So we're not going to see an update at least for another year, but it will be a good shoe if anyone's looking. Oh, it also comes with the outsole durability guarantee. Wider fit, durable, stable, cute. We started the year off with a good, a solid shoe. Okay. What was next? We got the Ubersonic fours from Adidas. Who wants to get started on that one? Those are very light. I mean, I think that uh, I'll start off that going from the Ultra Shot um, to the Ubersonic 4, they're a little bit of a different shoe. Just the Ultra Shot's kind of, I wouldn't say it's heavy, but compared to the Uber 4, it's just not built to be as fast, Mm -hmm. I guess. So, I mean, the Uber 4 is super low to the ground. I think that it's not quite as wide as previous models. Still wasn't too narrow. It wasn't too narrow for me, but I felt like it wasn't quite as narrow Maybe uh, not quite as long either. I know in the previous one, some of those Adidas shoes were getting a little, they were a little long uh, for me. Um, and uh, has that new, I think it's, is it called Light Strike? Mm-hmm. I really could feel that pod in my heel. And, um, that was comfortable. Yeah. It's another time where we've seen a midsole from running come over to tennis. So mm-hmm. that was nice. Britt, you, these are the shoes you like light and fast, a little bit of comfort. How did you like, did you get to, I can't remember. I did get a pair. <laughs> you did I get a pair. Okay. Um, wasn't on the review. <laughs> wasn't on the review. I was going to say, I, I remember you getting a pair because there were like a box on your desk the whole time. <laughs> you were, you were so what was your experience? Yeah. So I wore them. Obviously when I came back, I had taken a couple of months off and the first thing I noticed was they, they were lightweight. They were super quick. Um, I really actually like the look. I think I got a neon yellow one, which if anyone knows me, I am a sucker for neon yellow. Uh, the one, th- two things I noticed were that the forefoot cushioning was a little sparse for me. I, I don't know if it's just coming back and I was used to running shoes and more cushion, but I was needing a little bit more something, something underneath my forefoot. I just felt like I was pounding a little bit. <laughs> and the other thing was the laces. They're a little bit thinner and I couldn't get my heel locked in well enough. So my heel was kind of moving up and down, whether it was because they were thin or I was missing one more eyelet. Um, I just never felt like I was locked in. So I wasn't super comfortable in those shoes moving around, but that was more because I was maybe ne- my foot was a little bit more narrow and I'm, I'm looking for a little bit more cushioning, but as a lightweight shoe, I thought it did that really well. I felt like it was pretty supportive and stable for its weight. So yeah, no, I agree. They felt a little sloppy, especially in the floor, yeah. but yeah. Troy, what about you? Yeah, I would say um, just for the shoes I tend to go for, a little beefier shoe, a little more cushion. 
Um, definitely agree with Britt and what you just said, Michelle, just not quite enough cushion under the uh, balls of my feet. Um, and then the other issue I kind of noticed was just like the toe box in general. It just didn't really, it wasn't very comfortable. Like I was getting a little bit of pressure on top of my toes. Uh, the front of the shoe was kind of firm. So not like total toe jamming, but it just, everything around my toe area just wasn't really plush. So that, I guess that was kind of what I was hoping more for, a little more comfort, because um, I did like the two. Um, but these were just a little, little too firm for me around the toe area. Yeah, definitely great for like a quick light shoe, but I would have to agree with what you guys have said about it. What's next? So I wasn't on this one, but it was the Revolt Pro 3.5 from Head. Troy, you want to start this one off because this is more in your wheelhouse of comfort, stable, does a lot, um, durable. Yeah, so I was a big fan of the previous iterations, like the Revolt Pro 3.0 and 2.5. So um, definitely more my type of shoe. Um, I do like the cushioning these shoes have. Uh, maybe not as much as like a GP Turbo or maybe not quite as soft as like an Asics Gel, but still uh, plenty of material underneath the balls of my feet. Um, it was just subtle changes it seemed like they made to the upper of the shoe, um, and it made the shoe feel a little more supportive. Um, it also, not for me personally, but maybe for someone that's like a, a slider on the hard courts, it seems like it was a little more beefed up on the medial side for those draggers. Uh, but overall, just a really comfortable shoe for me. The fit's good, maybe a little uh, roomy in the toe box, but uh, overall, I, I was I thought it was a good update to the line that I already like those shoes. Nice. Well, because uh, next one would be Michelle, the two Nike shoes. We did the React and the Vapor Pro. Okay. I can jump in on the React NXT, or as Chris says, that it's next. <laughs> I don't know, but I really liked how stable this shoe is. I still really like how stable this shoe is. Um, I thought it was something slightly different that Nike hasn't offered. Yes. The cage is a stable shoe, but this one's a little lighter than that. In my opinion, it feels more responsive. I like the react cushioning. I've worn it in running shoes and I thought it was a good addition to Nike's lineup. It was not the most durable shoe. I would say, um, the outsole definitely has been, has is wearing out faster than a cage. And then if we want to even go side by side, Vapor Pro, I know this is a very like controversial update. Everyone's missing the nine and the 9.5. And now of course they're missing the 10. It seems to happen every time. I will say, I really like the Vapor Pro when we reviewed it for what it is. It's a great shoe. It's light fast. It's not the most comfortable shoe. It doesn't have the most cushioning. So if you're looking for more cushioning, go to the cage four. Who else wants to jump in? <laughs> I'll jump in with the wide foot comment. As, yes, um, please. As far as the two, the, the NXT the, or next versus the pro, for me, um, the pro was just a better fit is for my feet. I took quite a while just because it struggled a little bit with the, the, the react next being a little tight on my feet. And so it was a longer break-in period, whereas the pro felt pretty comfortable on the sides of my feet pretty quickly but they are light and fast. Um, and I feel like the biggest confusion I had when they first came out was it being called a vapor. I expected it to be a little bit quicker, but it, it, and lighter. Once I got on court, I guess it really didn't feel super heavy, but, um, I felt like the vapor pro was more what I expected from a vapor. That makes sense. And then also Troy, you can 
give some comments as well, but maybe you can talk about the two constructions because they both kind of have that booty neoprene. Yeah. Like I'm getting into the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they both have that like neoprene sock liner or booty construction, whatever you want to call it. Um, I felt like the, like above my foot, it felt a little bit and you, I don't know, you probably played it more than I did, but the reacts felt a little bit more plush and like on top of my toes or like not so much on top of my toes, but like where you lace it up on the, the big part of my foot, the upper part. So I did enjoy the feel of that react vapor NXT when I, when I slipped it on the vapor pro did feel like more minimal Okay, as yeah. far as, as far as the, the booty went in like upper part. And the NXT kind of fits a bit snugger in my opinion, whereas yeah. like the vapor pro has kind of like those two cutouts. <laughs> so it's yes. like a little, yeah. <laughs> it's like almost got like a wider mouth to it or something like that. Yeah. 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 So everyone out there complaining about Nike, we hear you. We let them know too. We're, um, we'll have another uh, episode where we talk about some sneak peeks, but we're excited to see what they have to offer in 2022. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> We got the Babylon Jet Mach 3. Another Ooh. This, I think, was a really well-received update by all the playtesters. From the women's standpoint, Babylon has always struggled with the fit on this shoe, and then they've never made bigger than a size 10, and I'm a size 10, so they adjusted the fit so it doesn't run a half-size short which was great. I didn't have to size, I didn't have to want to size up. So that's my feedback. Um, this is also like a light shoe. So, you know, you kind of put it in that category, but I think we we're all pretty surprised with how comfortable it was. Tiffany, this was a more narrow shoe and you have the wider foot. How did it fit for you? I just tried it on. Um, I didn't, wasn't on the play test. I think, um, it was you and I think it was a national review. Okay. So I think that, um, you and then Kristen out in Georgia. So yeah, I, th I think like the fit is a little bit better, but uh, lengthwise for sure. But for me, I tend to, I just prefer a little bit more room for my, for my foot, but I know that the reading the review, it reviewed really well and everyone thinks it's like a super great update and they're finding it to be fast and comfortable for sure. Troy, have you had a chance to wear them? Yeah, um, tried them on, wore, wore them around a little bit, and uh, I, I would agree. I mean, definitely the review reflected it, but it was kind of one of those things with, like, the previous Jets. We've always liked them as far as, like, a speed shoe, super low to the ground, um, kind of a nice locked-in feel. But we kept asking, you know, uh, when's Babylon going to give them a little more cushion, a little more cushion in, like, in the midsole? And I think they really did a good job with that on this update. Like the midsole is a little beefier and it's just got a little bit more of a plush ride. So it kind of, kind of took me back to like the Mizuno wave exceed where it was like a light shoe, good support, but they beefed up the midsole a little bit and just made it a little bit more of a plush ride. And Britt, have you had a chance to wear them? Because this is like right up your alley. I feel like. <laughs> I know. I've play tested the last couple iterations before that. And for whatever reason, personally Babylon but oh, yeah. it fits great and I move around but they put this like I don't know I get this really bad pressure on my big toe joint no matter what Babylon shoe I wear so it's definitely a me issue for whatever reason they're the way they built it and so I don't actually feel it till like a week <laughs> into the play test so I did not play test these I was a little worried about my foot <laughs> 
Yeah, I remember that. And I think we all have like weird issues like that. We we can all share like the the brand that like doesn't seem to work or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so no that's worries. Why that's why there's all yeah. the brands, you know, there's something for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> it's like personally for me, like Adidas and or specifically like all the barricades. I, I just never could like completely gel with the barricade and something about the Adidas toe box. Like it's just a little rough around my toes. So I, I get it. Yeah. Tiff, do you have a shoe like that or a brand that like, for whatever reason, it just doesn't seem to work out? I mean, I think no, because it, well, it depends, I guess. There's just certain models because some of the Babylon shoes are narrow for me, but then again, they make the SFX and I, that shoe is like, fits my foot so well. (laughs) (laughs) And it's loaded with cushioning too. So super comfortable. I have like the gel rose weird rubbing thing. I don't know why. And it's like always, I had just recently put on gel roses for the first time in a while. And within 20 minutes, I got the rubbing and it's like, it goes away after a week of wear, but it's like, I have to re-break them in every time. It's weird. So Either that or like, we need to like patch your foot with like a, a little cushion every time you wear them. Or I something. swear <laughs> I've got like, I think, I think it's like, yeah, now officially like scarred. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> okay. Moving right along. Next shoe. <laughs> Next one is, I'm not sure if any of you were on this one, but the Diodora Speed 5. I was. Okay. <laughs> um, love Diodora shoes. They're always so comfortable. I think we can all say that. The one thing that I did not like was the cosmetic of this shoe was like identical to the men's cosmetic, which like wasn't horrible, but it was pretty boring. It was just white, black. And then there was like a hit of like a cream color, but could have been like a brown almost. Um, These also are often a wider fitting shoe, super comfortable, very similar to the speed, the Diodora Blue Shield speeds of the past. So I, I wouldn't say they changed too much. However, if you guys, if you ladies remember a couple of iterations ago, it might've even been the most recent one before this, they had the heel collar too high to, oh, three, jeez, where does time go? It was the third. Was okay. The, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the Blue Shield speed three on the women's side, the heel collar went up too high and we all had issues with that. And they did fix that. And it's still fixed. So it was good. Good play test. Um, kind of like Troy would say your meat and potatoes shoe, I think. Right. The next <laughs> one is, so this, I think this is a highly anticipated update. Um, the men loved this shoe when it first came out. The women, they didn't launch the shoe for women until like a year later. So we didn't get to play test it. <laughs> Michelle knows where I'm going. <laughs> uh, this is the Love 2 from New Balance. Fresh foam. Troy, did you play in it? Um, I did get to wear a, a pair a couple times. And yeah, I mean, if you watch our review, as much as we loved or loved the uh, the first generation, it wasn't so much of a, a, a love fest on the, the second one, um, which it was just really a, a different shoe from the top to bottom. So, I mean, I know I talked to Tiff quite a bit about them when she was testing them. And the new midsole update, whatever they did with the law, I forget it's law. Fresh foam oh, X. X, yes. And I know that's <laughs> in, a, in a lot of the running stuff. And uh, great cushion in the midsole. And that's always my biggest thing is like, oh, it's not enough cushion in the midsole. You know, it's not plush enough. And this shoe has plenty of that. But the upper, com- you know, kind of completely changed and got pretty firm. And so the top part of the shoe was... I think the roughest part for me, but the under part was great. So 
it was like top to bottom was night and day for me as far as the way it felt. Yeah. Tiffany, you were the the cushioning level of those shoes. I hadn't worn the original, so I'm not, I can't make a comparison there, but the Fresh Foam X cushioning is, it's so soft. It's really, really um, comfortable. And I also feel like it's also responsive. The shoes do take a bit of a break in. Um, They're super stable. They seem to be really durable as well. I, the love is not for me. (laughs) I had a bad experience with the first one. And like came back to explain my experience and everyone's like, no, you're wrong. These shoes are the best, best shoe ever. Greatest shoe of the year, blah, blah. These were the men saying that was the men saying that to me. And then, (laughs) and of course I'm like, I have to be wrong. And so was so looking forward to this update. I really did struggle with the break-in and um, my heels were yeah raw on both sides and yeah it was not it's a no for me it's it's a hard shoe for me to recommend to anyone however yes the fresh film x is so comfortable would love to see that in like the 996 that's where i'm going with that for whatever reason it sounds like it works better for the men's yeah yeah and and (laughs) just for me like the first gen the upper was like that that knit booty was just so nice and it just contoured the foot and then it's like they just completely got rid of that type of upper and I, it was like i wonder if there. like milos was part of the update or they were they're just giving him the original loves well he hasn't been playing like at all so yeah <laughs> maybe we can blame milos for this but i mean like danielle collins has been wearing them and uh jordan thompson on like the men's they look like i mean it look i don't know if it's a custom shoe but they look like the ones we sell and I know they seem to be doing okay, but they did a huge campaign with Danielle Collins, and a lot of people really wanted to wear that shoe. Maybe, maybe I've I've heard other people have had better experiences. So if you guys are listening and you love the love too and have had an amazing experience, let us know. <laughs> we would love to hear it. Okay, next the highly anticipated <laughs> Adidas had discontinued the Barricade line a couple of years ago. It's been probably a staple shoe in almost any tennis player's career. Can I say that? I mean, I feel like we all used it besides. I'm just <laughs> besides <laughs> um, I mean, I used it in juniors. Michelle, I know you did too. And Tiff, you've worn many iterations of it. And I know a lot of people were very sad. And then it came back. It's back, it's back for 2021. <laughs> Which I feel like this is kind of like the vapor conversation where everyone, like when they think of barricade, it seems like most players seem to resonate with like the barricade five or like a three or a five or a two. Okay. First two. Like, so I feel like everyone, when you think, okay, the barricade's coming back, that's exactly where you're, you're going to. And that's what you're expecting. So obviously they've updated it a bunch and they had a while to update it. And, you know, some people loved it. Some people don't love it. I personally really like it. I feel like the update's been really good. It's way lighter than any barricade that we've worn. Um, And it's very durable, despite not having that six-month guarantee on it. Tiffany, did you? what did you think? And the wider fit, wider foot, how did it fit in that shoe? Yeah, the fit was fine for me. It being a barricade, I did expect a break-in. I guess when I think of barricade, just for reference, I always think the other four and the five which took some effort to get to, to be broken in. And uh, these, I would say, I was comfortable with them after two hours on the court, but 
really the more I wore them, the more I started to like them. So they just started to mold to my feet a lot Mm -hmm. better as time went on. And, um, yeah, I, they're, they're being super durable. I feel comfortable on the court, uh, well-supported. My only issue with them is that they're a little warm. That's really my only complaint. That's what I was going to add too, is like, I am in the same boat, but like the reason why I would want to get a new pair of shoes is because cosmetically the minor sweat stained and it's kind of gross. <laughs> Sorry for that. Um, Troy, did you get to wear them? Uh, I've tried them on, walked around in them a bit, but like, I still don't really love the profile of them. Like I feel a little kicked up on my heels, a little kind of low to the ground in the forefoot, which I get, you know, like stability, support, laterals. But it's like, for me, I don't know. I don't mean to like bash the shoe, but it's just, I've been a gel res user, diehard for a while now. The barricades don't have a durability guarantee. If I was in the market, like I'm going gel res, I'm going ultra shot three. They both have a guarantee and they're just more comfortable and still give me the support I need. So I guess that's my stand. Right. Have you spent much time in them? Yes. I was on the play test too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the stability and the durability, at least on the women's side, is the best in the market. Having a previous ankle injury, I've definitely leaned towards more durable, more stable shoes over the years just to give myself a little bit more support in that area. And I think the barricades stand alone in that. I They were very dirt. I had like 20 plus hours in them and I don't even think I saw any sort of wear, which as much as I'm sad, the six month durability is gone. I'm glad at least they're super durable still. For me, I had I did have a break in period two with blisters um, on my heel about I want to say like five ish hours. But I agree with Tiff, like the more I wore them, the more comfortable they got. So I did that. And then my other thing, I feel like it's a trend this year is I couldn't get my ankle locked in <laughs> um, with the Adidas shoes with the I didn't get to talk with the Nike Vapor NXTs were also I wasn't able to lock in my ankle and these were the same. I just could not get my ankle locked in, which means it kind of just moves up and down when I'm playing, which probably also contributed to the blisters a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I keep saying I have bad memory, but <laughs> when I like go back and think of the play test videos that we do, I always like am able to pull it up in my brain. And so on this Adidas barricade, I was trying to pull up us on the court down here. And I remember that we're outside. So I do remember that. <laughs> on the video but like sometimes my brain's like searching for the memory and it's like does not compute <laughs> anyways <laughs> yeah next shoe um i honestly think that might be it dang yeah there was a couple other like would we i know i don't know if we reviewed like the solution speed ff2 did that launch this year it did, it did. yeah and we didn't review it right well, we didn't review it correct okay yeah, it was like a January. It was really early in the year, but yeah, we didn't um, have samples. And then also the Lacoste, is that, was that a launch this year? Oh, yeah. It was. The Medvedev, yeah. And I Chris, Chris is the only one that's worn it. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was going to say on the FF2, I think Chris and I are the only ones who have worn it because of, as everyone listening who obviously knows, we've had inventory issues over the year and the biggest offenders, uh, ASICs has been one of the hardest shoes that we can get in. So Chris and I were sent samples. I actually wore a men's shoe uh, to test and 
once we got our stock in, everyone listening will be happy to know it went right out the door to customers. So we never even had a chance. I think even as of today, still haven't had a chance to even pull um, shoes for any of the play testers to try. So that's super unfortunate, but it does kind of speak to the fact that it's been a struggle to get some shoes and inventory um, in stock and keep it in stock. Uh, because a lot of them are so popular that by the time we get them in, they go right out to you guys. That was the same with the Lacoste shoe. Cause I remember I was getting ready for the launch and then all of a sudden I checked and I was like, wait, did these even launch? And they just sold through before we even, yeah. even had a chance to do anything with them. Really? That's so crazy. I am super curious about that shoe, but I feel like it would be like, in my opinion, it seems like it's kind of like a cage four or based on the looks of it, but I haven't even tried it on. I, I don't know if anyone has. Troy, have you? Yeah, I tried it on. Um, felt good. Um, I know Chris liked it. It seems like it's gotten pretty good uh, feedback for the yeah. most part. Um, I know it's a, a little bit higher price point shoe. Definitely. I mean, you kind of pay in for the crocodile, but um, you know, it seems like a nice shoe. Um, when I put it on, yeah, it kind of has that look like a, a vapor cage four, but it did seem a little softer and maybe not quite as much break in. So oh, it nice. seems like it flexed and kind of contoured to the foot pretty well. And also Chris mentioned, cause I know for him, he has super skinny feet mm-hmm. um, that it does accommodate probably like a medium or even like a slightly wider foot pretty well. So it fits a variety of foot types. Well, does that wrap up with a shoe chat then? I guess that's it. <laughs> Cool. And we're going to record a sneak peek for next year. And I know there's a ton of rackets launching, but also we might be able to maybe sneak a couple shoes that are coming. (laughs) So be sure to check that out as well. And thanks you guys for joining on the shoe chat. If anyone listening has any questions for any of the play testers, please reach out and let us know. We are here to help and happy hitting. Yay. Yay. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, happy hitting. Happy hitting.